Recorded live. Recording there. Okay, good. Um, so tell me a little bit of what's happening today. I had a couple of ideas about where we we should start after our conversation, but I just wanted to know how it was for you after we we talked last week. Oh, I'm just fine. That's yeah. all. So good. Yeah. All good. That's good. And uh, how in general? So your biggest concern was the judgment, right? My biggest what? Your biggest concern was that I would be judging you or... Right, that would yes. Be, yes. Yes. And, um, oh, before we, we proceed, if you, I'm hoping that you were able, I'm assuming that you were able to see the, to watch the video. I watched the EFT, right? Okay. And uh, any, do you have any questions, any comments, any response to it at all? No, um, I you know I did some of it I, as as the video went through. I I did it on myself and you know just the different spots and some of that kind of just just see what it was like or you know stuff that. Actually, I had a couple sleeping last night and I did it uh, for my, myself while I was lying in bed trying to go to sleep. So I did go to sleep. Um, I don't know you know so I don't know how much. Or, or what the the you know how much that helps as far as sleeping goes or not, but I tried it because I didn't know what else to do. Of course, and what was in your mind that you were having a hard time sleeping? You know, I don't know. I, I, re, I we had a breakfast this morning um, uh, with the Holyoke Chamber. Uh, I know that didn't have anything to do with it, um, but. Um, I really don't know. The night before, it was the same thing, but I knew uh, what that was. A gentleman had come that uh, visited me that I worked for me 30, 20, you know, almost 30 years ago, and we talked about a lot of stuff, and some of that was in my brain, but um, other than that, um, I don't know what it was last night. I really, really don't know. Okay. And what's... What do you think that uh, meeting with him, even though it sounds like it was a very positive experience, could have had some, like, you know, steering of other things as well? Yes, uh, we we talked about a lot of things that had happened to us, um, to include the situation I talked to you about. Um, I talked, you know, and I find any time I do start bringing that up in my brain, I, I get a little unsettled. Um, yeah. So I don't know if that is is it. I don't know. I really couldn't tell you. Uh, but um, it's you know I knew the night before what it was, but last night I had no idea. Well, sometimes it's actually um, a little bit of a you know something that we may not be completely conscious, but our nervous system is still a little bit you know in angst or in some sort of worry state. Uh, from just moving a lot of things. I think that between telling me and then having this gentleman come and talk about it, it's really stirring up a lot. Um, so yeah. I think it would be a good idea to just start, you know, to tackle that and see um, what comes up. Does that make sense? Sure. 
Because well, my thought is actually this goes very much along with what I was hoping that we would do today, which is see, one of the things that I that I um, that I noticed is that remember that I mentioned and, and we talked a little bit about it how having the big secret in your life it makes it that you have to be somehow guarded and be really um, on the lookout that nobody gets too close or that but it, it's actually. In a way, it's a big wall that is keeping you uh, from connecting with the world in general. Right. Um, and that actually translates that there's a part of you that believes that this is um, a really negative thing in your life, really bad thing in your life. Mm-hmm. Which also feeds into the fact that do you actually deserve I know that in your mind you are completely clear and that I get it. I really, I, I know it and, and I, I think that I, I get it from hearing you and everything. But in your mind you know that you deserve, um, you know, respect and acknowledgement and you have a lot to offer. And yet there's a part of you that somehow, I think there may be, um, I don't know if I want to call it shame, that that's a bit strong, but... There is a little bit of that, isn't there? Absolutely. No, I don't. I don't think that's too strong. I think that's that's more it right there. Yeah. And and the problem with shame is that it really completely is like it really undermines you because it's you not believing in your own your your own value, your own you know that you're you know that you your worth, and therefore that you can actually receive what you really want. So I'm guessing that, that, is, that this is actually what is at the core of you having trouble uh, finding people to support you, finding not just, um, you know, great employees, but also clients that are really committed and, you know, and even more clients so you can actually have your success story of opening and having 10 very successful centers. Um, so I know that it's, that if you have a very clear goal and yet there's something that is really, it's almost a little bit, shame is like very emotional, it's like a cancer. I'm sorry, say that again? That shame emotionally is actually like a cancer. Yes. Because it undermines you in whatever you do. Right, because I'm very guarded. Exactly. And it's also preventing you from experiencing and really in a deep level being connected with how much you're worth, and that actually, however much you think that, it's not just you think, you feel, and you act, that, you know, this is something fabulous. I mean, I mean did you notice yesterday the response you had? It was incredible. Right. To me, not incredible. I mean, it was very, it made a lot of sense. But it's like, not, it, it was such an amazing move. To say, you know, I'm, I'm done talking about myself. I'm going to have other people talk and tell you, you know, how much I'm worth. Which actually, in these moments, I think is fabulous to bring huge expansion into your life because you do believe very strongly that you have a huge impact on people's lives. Right. But when you voice it, people are like, yeah, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. But when some, when these people showed up at the meeting and really gave you those amazing testimonials and just share the value that you brought into their lives. I mean, people that I had, I never imagined that they would be approaching. You know, I saw how many people approach you afterwards. Right. So I think that that is a huge success. So it's about internalizing those testimonials so you can actually leave it from your core, like you're completely in alignment. Okay. So, if, I'm just I'm just curious, and this is going to be a tough question, but what would you think would happen if your secret were to be disclosed? Um, everybody is um, everybody has their own belief about uh, what really happens in a court of law. Um, you know, we are. As a society, I think we're very biased um, because it's promoted that everything is fair and equal and justice is always there. And therefore, the person that has been um, 
that had this issue happen to them, um, you know, they're they're obviously the guilty one. They're they're obviously you know, you know, saying that it it shouldn't have happened, and when you know that they were uh, innocent when they're really not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that you know, and I've had that happen with clients who went on the internet, uh, looked it up, or looked me up. By, you know, just because some people do that as a regular basis that they live on the internet and, you know, would refuse to do business with me. Um, you know, I mean, Dr. McCann referred somebody to me, a, a chiropractor, who um, he said, you know, you need to see this guy, and et cetera. And he went up, first thing he did was went on the internet and he texted me and said, no, I will never do business with you because of a, you know, because of this thing that's on the internet. So it's it's not something that um, you know that has not happened. So therefore, yes, I am very very guarded on that on, yeah. on that. So if um, and these things, because I, I noticed that you don't even name it. It's, it's so um, I think it might be I don't know if it's triggering or it's so upsetting or that it's hard to name it, um, right? It's hard to what? To name it, you're not, you know, these things that happened to me and in reference to uh, what, you know, what happened then, but you're not actually really saying what actually took place. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Now, you couple that with the fact that in the industry I'm in, okay, and I brought this up yesterday a little bit, but the industry that I am in, um, is a industry which the great majority of people say is um, snake oil, is witchcraft, is uh, voodoo, etc. Because the mainstream America says doctors and, and drugs is how you get well, stay well, etc. So if you couple that incident with what we do, people say, oh, you know what, Um, this is just something else that's far out and you're just doing this and that. That's why I brought up the Tom Brady thing yesterday because there's such a big hullabaloo about that going on right now because, you know, that's ridiculous that somebody says that they can get rid of cancer without chemo and radiation. I mean, it's just huge in the sports world right now. So, you know, I think part of it is because of the business, the type of business that I'm in, that I, I'm even more guarded. Right. Okay. So, that's it. right now, as we're talking about about it all, like, well, where would you say? What What are you sensing? Just, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm hoping that you're in a, you know, you're in a private place, right? Um, when it comes to myself. Right now, are you in your office? Are you at home? Where are you in a place? No, I'm in my. I'm in East Hampton. Okay, okay. So, and you, your door is closed, so you can actually just um, you feel comfortable right there. I do. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because what I want to invite you to do for a moment, as you think about, you know, what we're discussing, what took place, the business you're in, how it, it that's just. It can bring up in people this distrust just by itself because you're you're out of the main what is called mainstream or um, allopathic medicine and the whole thing. But I want you to take a breath, just really allow, close your eyes, allow your body to just feel very fully supported in the chair you're in, and just notice as we're talking about all these need for protection in a way, right? Need for um, safety and secrecy and distance because people cannot find out what happened and you have to have um, like a very, um, very respectful, um, you have to come across as a very respectful, very solid person and how that has been keeping you tight, right, like a little too guarded, what do you notice in your body right now with all these? What is happening? If you were to scan your body from your feet all the way up, do you notice any tension or tightness, discomfort? 
um, a little bit in the right shoulder and the, you know, the, and the neck a little bit. Okay. Uh, can you tell tell me a little bit of what does it feel like? Is it tight and? It just feels tight. Uh, it's right at the base of the neck. Feels tight and uh, more of a um, not hurting, but you can just tell it's tighter than what you would like it to be. Yeah. Okay. And the emotional, what is the, the, you know, the sensation or the emotional, what do you name it? Is it, is it upset? Is it this part of shame? Is it, is it concern or fear? What would you, what would you say? I would say more fear than anything. Yeah. Okay. Somehow fear of being found out or fear? I, I don't know. I just, I, I would say, no, not found out, more of uh, just more, I think, if it was to happen, perhaps, uh, it's just more that's piled on, you know, just more dirt on the on the pile. Yeah. The more de- dirt on the pile, meaning that, it's, like, you've already endured so much, and at this point, if people were to find out, it would be even more on top of everything that took place. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And how intense does it feel right now? The tightness, the fear, the sensation and emotion in your body. If you were to give it a number from zero being that, you know, it's totally fine. And ten feeling like really intense. Um, uh, uh, Four. Three or four. Not very much at all, is it, Sean? No, and and uh, part of it is because um, was my whole intentions of our meeting last week was to tell you about it. If I know that if I hadn't have told you about it, we were talking about things, it would be much higher. Okay. So then this is what we'll do. I want you to take a breath and imagine, close your eyes, I want you to imagine that you're going to actually share these with someone. I don't know who this person could be. Maybe, um, what could it be? It could be somebody at B&I. It could be somebody, maybe uh, a lady friend that you met that you're interested in, but you need to share with her what has happened in your past. You have to disclose this to somebody. The idea that maybe you need to tell it to a client because they're going to find out um, you know, you're you're getting to see that they, they're going to find out one way or the other and you would rather tell them that yourself. What happens when you think of sharing it? Well, um, first, anybody that, um, like, any manager I've ever had, I share it with them before I put them in that position. Right. Because my feeling is I do not want somebody else to tell them. Mm-hmm. Because my feeling is that then they would feel that I withheld and if they had a problem with it, I would want to deal with it up front rather than later. Okay. Um, any female friend that I've ever had, which uh, since then has been very, very limited, but... <clears throat> A couple before a couple of times before excuse me before we um, got even you know it even got in close to anything I would share it because I never wanted somebody to come back later and say well if I would have known that I would you know etc that that's my spiritual belief that I have to be. Anybody that's close to me or whatever, I need to share that with them. Of course. Okay. But prior to doing it, I'm always a wreck. Okay. Um, and that's, that's, what I wanna, that's exactly where I want to go to. So I, okay. want you, I want you to tap into that space. Just okay. the idea that it's, and we're going to, because we're going to, I want us to do some tapping and start tackling these a little bit where it's like, it's it's okay. It's like I w- this is my goal. 
and I want to share these with you because there's, there's one thing that I, there's many things I know about you now, but there's one thing for sure that I know, and it's like you have an extremely brilliant mind. You're very, very intelligent, and your mind is very, very involved in everything you do. So I, mean, I, want to, I need to engage, I want to engage your mind, your, your brain, in the process that we're doing because even though we're going to, everything that is stored when it comes to emotion is not in your mind. Believe it or not, it's in your body. And the transition, the shift is going to take place is going to be in your body, not in your mind. You can actually rationalize your way out of anything. And yet the emotional, the emotional part of you is what is actually really driving the force, believe it or not. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So we can actually put our minds to something and do it and even force ourselves to do it and when we use our willpower and whatnot, is really important. And yet, when the emotional piece is still present, and I have to tell you, um, with to a degree, I, I believe that you have PTSD when it comes to these events. Um, I don't know if you... You've never been treated for it, right? No. In any way? Okay. And so, I'll tell you, but you're... I... I have a machine that we hooked up to people and it will tell us that. And when uh, a doctor did that to me, they um, tested me as PTSD. Of course, yeah. Well, you said, I knew that you had PTSD from your upbringing, but these actually reinforced at a great time. And we need to address these because I think these, what this event has, uh, has actually caused in your life is to become even more tight and more guarded. So it's going to be very hard, uh, even, though the, even though I really believe that the root of this event happened in childhood, uh, right. and, some, and somehow, you know, there was a part of you that believed that life was about being punished, sometimes rightfully so, and most of the time not. Uh, and and therefore, you, you know, because it's like, it's incredible. I mean, what happened to you, I know that it happened, and you would never think that it would happen to you, but uh, I do think that the root is, is there, but I feel like we have to release some of that tension and some of the tightness around the, the event that took place. It was, what, 15, 20 years ago? When was it, John? Yeah. Um, well, it started in, it started in 95, when it all started, and it's, you know, it's still going on now for the most part. Okay. Uh, meaning emotionally, it's still carrying on in you. Well, not not even emotionally, but even financially, the government is still taking money and all that stuff. Well, the, you're still paying for, uh, for that? So it wasn't just the 18 months that you were uh, in oh, jail? No. You still no, have to, like, Space. Yes. Yes. So. Uh, okay. So that that is re- I didn't this part you hadn't share with me, but even till to to this day it feels like a humongous, um, like a a complete unfair betrayal. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So. You and know what? and some something I didn't tell you I guess uh, it just didn't come up but. As soon as this broke back in 94, 90, no, 95, I'm sorry, then um, my wife packed up and took off as well. Sorry, and so in 95, your wife left you? Is that what happened? Yes. And it was connected to all these? Or is that in addition, in addition to? No, it was because of this. Um, she felt that... Um, if this was all going to come down and uh, it was going to affect her life, she just, um, you know, she just packed up one day and uh, took everything that was in the house and left. Wow. She left me, she left me a, a bed, um, a night drawer, and um, my my clothes. That was it. Everything else, lock, stock, and barrel, was gone. Wow. <laughs> And you were not happy with her, but it was still a humongous betrayal to add to everything. Right. Yeah. Right, it because at, at, the t- at the time you needed the support. Of course, of course. Absolutely. absolutely. And she took everything that was mine as well as hers. I mean, it was, it was just everything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
I'm taking notes. Okay. Uh, and how did your children react as well? So this was a huge, a huge abandonment and betrayal and lack of support. And there you are. So your sister was the only support remaining. Well, I have two stepchildren from her first marriage that I raised from the time they were, you know, three and five years old. Uh, and we were married for 25, 26 years. Um, and then we had one daughter. And her and I are very close. Her and her mother have no contact. Uh, wow. That was that was my daughter's choice. Um, but my two stepchildren, I don't have really any contact with them. Um, even, you know, even though I raised them and stuff, I don't, um, they just, they kind of went with the whole situation. Right. Okay. 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 Uh, so, John, tell us you right now, because one of the things is that we're going we're gonna to start clearing these events, okay, everything. But there's so much to it, as, as you're telling me. It's like there's so many aspects of it. Uh, and what I mean by aspects is, like, you know, there's so, so the different pieces, right, because it's what happened as uh, when you were working, what happened with your wife, with the sister the stepchildren, the fact that you're still saying, I mean, everything. There's so many things, what happened with the first lawyer. I mean, there's so many events uh, that we need to attend to. But I want to know, what is most present right now for you? The most pressing thing for me to be is to have a business that I can just feel really good about. I can feel it's growing. I can because that's really my life. Yeah. Um, you know, when I sit and think to myself and just in my own world uh, and think about the what ifs, and I always think if something ever happened, excuse me, if something ever happened to the business, I would, that would just be to me the, um, the total collapse of everything. Yeah. Um, because I'm the type of person um, who likes the feeling that I am contributing to other people's lives. Um, I am, uh, you know, I, I, and maybe maybe this is wrong, but I just feel good about people needing needing me. Is that a is that a selfish thing to say? But um, um, you know, I like to I like to be needed. Um, and I look at my employees, I look at my clients in that vein. That's my, that's what I, that's why I, I live life is yes. to help them, take care of them, make them feel good, uh, et cetera. Yeah. And, and I have to tell you that, um, even though I, I completely understand that and in order for in order for your your business to be held in a healthy place financially and continue growing and so on, the the person that actually is the core of your business is you. Right. And and there's an, a deep healing piece that needs to happen for you in order for that to translate into your business. Even if that doesn't completely make sense intellectually, I think you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I do, 100%. Okay. Because there's a lot of your of these parts of you that are, have not been healed that are carrying on to your business in, their, in different ways and are preventing the business from expanding. Uh, and I, it's, not, I, it's not a, yeah, does that make sense? Yep. Okay. So, you know what, let's actually start just getting in touch with us. I just want to, I, I, it, whenever we're going to talk, and we're going to start tapping together, and I do it with you. As, you know, even though you cannot see me, I'm going, to, we're going to, I'm going to tell you where to tap, what to say, and we're going to start doing it together. But whatever, whenever we do it, it's such a subtle process that it's very important to take uh, information before. So I want you to be very aware in connection to the event that took place and your need. Maybe what we could tackle right now is your need to remain private. Your, your desire to really hold on to the secret and the fear that it just cannot be revealed, it, you know, unless it's absolutely necessary 
it just cannot be revealed. I want to I want to connect and get a, a, like a a base point. Like, where are you right now? Remember, with like you do these in your work all the time, right? You do something, mm-hmm. you put a treatment, and then you have people uh, answer questions again, so they get a sense of the impact that it has had. But that's what we have to do right now. So I want you to get in touch with that need within you. And fear in general is lodged in your solar plexus area. Right. So as you connect with these secrets that you have in your life, why would you raise that, you know, that need to keep it a secret, to hide, to hide these from the world? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Well, let's, let me tell you. Ten would be an absolutely and clear you know, feeling that definitely this is a secret and it needs to remain private. That would be a ten. A zero would be like, I don't care who finds out, and it's okay. I'm going to be okay. You know, I, well, I don't need to keep this a secret. This isn't probably the best answer, but I'm going to tell you that People that know me, people that have had uh, worked with me, worked for me, um, uh, uh, clients that have have um, you know been through my program and saw how I work with them, treat them, um, do everything I can to help them. Those people is probably a two. Right. The the people that I don't know the people that are new to my surroundings, that's probably a 9 or a 10, to be honest with you. Yes. Okay. Because I believe that once people know me and see how I operate, then, you know, I've never had somebody that knows me um, and that found out said anything negative. Never. But it's the people who don't give you the chance, that don't give you the, um, um, you know. And and I know that that's part of my problem with relationships because I get in, you know, if I meet somebody and I start talking to them, I go, I don't know them well enough to tell them. Yeah. So I'm not even going to go any farther. It's it's just going to, you know, I'm just going to walk away from it and ignore them. I'm not going to, you know, because I don't know how they're going to react and I, they don't know me well enough to, for me to feel that I can say, okay, look, here's the situation. Okay. So from that perspective, I just, I walk away and uh, keep everything at arm's length. Yes, absolutely. And the thing is that in order for you, your business to expand, you need more people. And right. more people mean meeting those people that don't know you yet. Right. And they somehow are, are perceived as a, as a threat to and a potential uh, judgment of you. Right. So let's go with those people. Let's go, you know, we'll, we have an, an idea. We have a base. But let's start. Uh, and we're going we're gonna to start a little. I'm going to, what I'm going to focus on is just, um, You'll see. I'm going to focus on one or two aspects and see what comes up. Okay? Okay. So we're going to start both tapping in the karate point, the side of your hand, right? And either hand is okay. And just repeat after me. On, on the, okay, I put you on speaker so I can. Uh, on the hand? Yes, on the side of your hand, which is called the karate point. Right. So if you want to do a karate chop, like right that side of your hand and start tapping. You can tap with, you know, however way you want to do it, just right there, and repeat after me. Even though I feel ashamed for what happened. Even though I feel ashamed for what happened. And I've been carrying these with me for 20 years. I've been carrying these with me for 20 years. It It has become a huge wall between me and the world become a huge wall between me and the world. And I'm feeling really drained by it at times. And I feel really drained by it at times. Take a breath. Let it go. I really would love to feel at peace. 
I would really love to what? Feel at peace. I really love to feel at peace. Knowing in my in my core. Knowing in my core. That I'm truly a good person. That I'm truly a good person. And I deserve the best. And I deserve that. Can you say I deserve the best? Uh, and I deserve the best. Do you believe? If at any point I say something that does not resonate, either change the words or let me know, okay? Okay. Yeah. Even though I've been carrying this shame with me for 20 years. Even though I've been carrying this pain with me for 20 years. And I'm ashamed of it. And I'm ashamed of it. I have this secret that I have to keep really guarded. I have a secret that I have to keep really guarded. And it has kept, it has made me keep distance with people. Made me keep distance with people. Take a breath again. Let it go. I would really like to accept all of who I am. I really like to what? Accept all of who I am. Accept all of who I am. Including my history. Including. Including, I got the phone away from me, so including what? My history. My history, okay. Especially this event. Especially these events. Yes. So tapping through the points starting at the top of your head, I still carry this event with me. Still carry these events with me. And in the next point, the um, eyebrow point, and I'm ashamed of it. And I'm ashamed of it. The side of your eye, I feel like I cannot openly share. I feel now I can openly share. Under your eye, I have to be very careful how I talk to people. I have to be very careful how I talk to people. Under your nose, I don't want people to know. I don't want people to know. Under your lip, your lower lip, because I'm concerned for their judgment. Because I'm concerned for their judgment. Your collarbone point. I actually don't like having this secret. I actually don't like having this point. Under your arm, I wish that I didn't have to carry this secret with me. I wish I didn't have to carry these secrets. Your wrist point. I wish I could just relax and let go. Wish I could just relax and let go. Your point again, but I have been carrying this huge secret for 20 years. I've been carrying this huge secret for 20 years. Again, top of your head, and it has caused me a lot of pain. It has caused me a lot of pain. Eyebrow point and through the points. Do you remember them enough, or would it be better if I tell you where they are? Do I remember what? Where the points are. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. So right just talking... It's right where the eyebrow starts. Right, exactly. And then and you're the side of your eye, under your eye, and keep on tapping just three or four taps on each point, under your nose, under your lip, collarbone point, and just repeat it to me. All of these pains. All of these pains. All of these pains that that band caused. Say that again, I'm sorry. That's okay. All the pain that I've been carrying for 20 years. All the pain I've been carrying for 20 years. I had to build a wall. I've had to build a wall. To protect myself. To protect myself. And I have kept people at arm's length. I've kept many people at arm's length. Because I'm afraid of their judgment. Because I'm afraid of their judgment. If they judge me. They judge me. I, it would really be devastating. Is that true, John? Yes. Yes. It would really be devastating. And I, I don't want to go there. And I don't want to go there. So I try to prevent at all costs. Try to prevent at all costs. Experiencing their judgment. Experiencing their judgment. I prefer to keep people that are arm's length. I prefer to keep people at arm's length. 
because the devastation and pain is too much. Devastation and pain is too much. I have been abandoned too many times. I have been abandoned too many times. And I even have abandoned myself. I've even abandoned myself. Because in, there's a part of me that believes. Because there's a part of me that believes. And we're just moving through the points, right, at your case. Does that I'm make just, sense? I'm moving to all the points. Perfect, yes, thank you. And uh, there's a part of me that believes. There's a part of me that believes. That I betrayed myself. I betrayed myself. When I pleaded guilty. When I pleaded guilty. Because I'm still paying for that. So I'm still paying for that. Even today, I'm still paying for it. Even today, I'm still paying for that. I wish that I fought it to the end. I wish I would have fought it to the end. And I feel like I betrayed myself. And I feel that I betrayed myself. Does that make sense, John? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, when I, when I told that gentleman about it, yeah, it keep was, on tapping, right? You can you can talk, but keep on tapping through the point, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. When I talked to this gentleman that visited me we on Monday, he um, he said to me, he said, John, he said, you know, I, I, I knew you for quite a while and I worked for you, he said, but of everybody I know, ever met, he said, you always had the inclination, you always played the gut, and you, I never knew you to... When you played the gut, it was right. You wished to tell us, listen to your gut, go with that. That's the best way. And he said, why didn't you do that? And I said, I don't don't know. I said, I got scared. Yes. I got scared. And I thought that I was wrong. And I said, I I regret it to this day. Every ounce ounce of my fiber, I regret not listening to my own gut feeling. Yeah. Yeah. You still regret it because there was a fear that what would happen, that it was that you were going to just die fighting for it, or what was the concern if you actually fought it to the end? I thought, I thought that I, I was, you know, that this would be an easier way out and that yeah. if, if the people were telling me this stuff were right and something happened, I was gone for years or something like that, I, I didn't think I could deal with it. And I thought, well... I know I could deal with three months, six months. I know I could, no matter what. And I spent time in Vietnam. I spent, uh, I lived in a, being raised in a in a really tough situation, and I was able to deal with it. And I so I knew I could do it for a short period. Yes. But I didn't know it was going to last forever. Yeah. So I chose what I thought was the easy way out. So I chose what I thought was the easy way out. And I'm still paying for it. And I'm still paying for it. And I'm paying it for it every day. I'm paying for it every day. Because I still have not forgiven myself. I have not forgiven because I have not forgiven myself. For betraying my gut. For betraying my gut. And I still pay to it for it today. I'm still paying for it today. I wish I could understand. I wish I could understand. That given everything that was taking place, and I want you to just tap in one point, any point that you're at or any point that feels good, and just close your eyes. You can turn your, so if somebody goes by your door, they don't see you. But I want you to go back to that moment where you were talking with your, your significant other, your girlfriend and your sister. And they supported you in actually pleading guilty, going for what supposedly was three months, and going to that moment. And I want you to just see that scene in your mind's eye like if it were a, moment, a movie. And just breathe as you just look at the scene. And I want you to notice who you were 20 years ago, that young version of you, at that time, thought that that was the best to do, given the history that you had put up with tough things, the possibility of having to fight till the end and being in this contorted and really um, unjust 
justice system, uh, right? Like the, the idea of continue for years to have to fight with these people that were so, um, I don't even know what the word is, but completely unfair and um, like deceitful and it would just like, like almost like suck your soul out in some way. I want you to see that young version of yourself like really struggling to make this decision. And I want you to see that given everything that was going on, he chose what he thought was the best. Can you see that? Yes. So, And I don't, I don't blame them at all. I blame myself. Well, of course. But I want you to see, can you see that that young version of you, so John at 40-some years old, right? How old were you? Like 40-some, right? Yeah, 40, 45. 45, yes. Well, actually, when that all happened, I was closer to 50, but because it went on for five years before. Right. So when when you made that decision, how old were you? Oh, I see. So it started in 95, but the decision took place when you were close to 50. Correct. Okay. And that, so it was also like 15 years ago. Right. So could you, can you see that that 50-year-old version of you, who is not you, this is a very important piece. As you keep on tapping, I want you to really see that he's not you. He doesn't know all the information that you have today. He doesn't know everything that happened even the following day. That version of you that decided to plead guilty that day had no idea what was coming, had no idea the implications. Had no idea that 15 years later he was continuing to pay. He thought it was going to be a three-month thing that was really tough, and that was going to be it, right? Right. So I wanted to like look, you know, as you see him right there, because he is the, the part of you that you cannot forget. That you feel that you almost like you even have to punish him for being weak because you perceive him as being weak. Do you see that? I do. So looking at him right now from these plays, do you still believe that he made, like given everything, I want you to consider that he was supportive, that he was actually completely misinformed. He was also, he didn't have a huge support system. I mean, he did have a sister. He had a girlfriend that were also very misinformed. Nobody right there in that, that evening when you talked about and made that decision, knew what was coming. I had no idea. Do you see that he made the, that decision that he could, given everything that was going on? Yes. Could you actually feel some sort of compassion for him? Because he was really in a lot of pain. Right. Could you just for a moment, consider that he really did the best that he knew how. I'm sorry, say that again? Could you consider that he did the best that he knew how at that moment? Yes. And would you be willing to actually even forgive him for making the choice that later on you found out was the wrong one? Right, yes, I do. Okay. So tapping through the points again, I now see the truth of what took place. I now see the truth of what took place. And that younger version of me. That younger version of me. Made the best decision he could. Made the best decision he could. With all the information he had. With all the information he had. I am willing to forgive him. I am willing to forgive him. And I would like to stop punishing him. And I would like to stop punishing him. Because all these years, all these years, I have seen him as weak. Seen him as weak. Even, what words would you say? Silly or stupid? Gullible? Gullible. Yes. Yeah. Weak and gullible, stupid. Say it out loud. 
weak and gullible. And I just really blamed him. And I really blamed him. And I have been punishing since then. And I've been punishing him since then. I have not allowed him to connect with people. Uh, I'm sorry, one more time. That's okay. I have not allowed him to connect with people. I have not allowed him to connect with people. I have not allowed him to have intimate relationships. I've not allowed him to have intimate relationships. Because in some way I thought he didn't deserve it. Because in some ways I've done the service. I I believe he didn't he didn't deserve to be happy. And I believe he did not deserve to happen. There's a part of me that still believes. There's a part of me that still believes that he deserves to keep people at arm's length. He deserves to keep people at arm's length. And yet there's an, an openness in me. And yet there's a oh, an openness in me. An openness in me. The possibility of considering. The possibility of considering. That he did the best that he could. That he did the best that he could. And he always had the best intentions. He always had the best intentions. And he never knew what was coming. Never knew what was coming. I would like to forgive him. I would like to forgive him. I would like to forgive myself. I'd like to forgive myself. Because the truth is that I didn't know. Because the truth is I didn't know. I didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. And I have to live with that. And I have to live with that. And now there's a new opening in me. Now there's a new... Opening in me. Opening in me. I am able to see... I'm able to see... That the reality I had 15 years ago... The reality I had 15 years ago is not the same that I have today. Not the same I have today. I have grown stronger. I've grown stronger. I can discern the people that really care about me. Discern around the people that really care about me. And I can open to those people. I can open to those people. I am ready to make new connections. I'm ready to make new connections. And and I'm ready to invite into my life. I'm ready to invite into my life. The people that really care about me. The people that really care about me. I'm ready to invite into my life. I'm ready to invite into my life. People that understand. People that understand. And that are really interested. And are really interested. In receiving what I have to offer. In receiving what I have to offer. In a personal and professional way. In a personal and professional way. Take a deep breath. Stop talking. Let it go. And take another deep breath and just notice what is going on. The tightness that you had in your shoulder and neck. How is your solar plexus doing? Good. Okay. How is the tightness in your shoulder? Much better. Okay. How does it feel right now to consider that possibility? Energetically inviting, right? Like it's not just a physical invitation, but an an emotional, energetic invitation for those people that are really waiting, that are really interested and needing your services and your connection in a personal way or a professional way. What does it, how does it feel like to have new people come into your life, the right people come into your life? Much better. Okay. And how would it be for them to know what happened? Um, you know, I'm I'm not going to say it's a zero, but 
but it's, okay. I, feel, I feel better about it. <laughs> okay. No, of course, no, no, on DCM we're not, you know, it's, it's not a, a 9 to 0 type of deal, but you still feel like it would be a fear at a 9. Are you still seeing like it would be really intense? No, it doesn't feel as fearful. Okay. So the one thing that I would like you to do, and this this may um, actually we're going to do it together because it's going to actually take you eh, a minute or two to do, okay, to do these these cards, which uh, I would really like you to. This going to be how can I put it? This going to be your little homework. Is that okay? Okay. Okay. So what I would like you to do is to um, you're gonna you're gonna tap on your fear, and you can just say, you know, you can as you tap, just tap through the phone, the points. You say, I, you know, I experience this fear when I have to share my secret. I don't want to do it, just like you were doing, you know, before you talked to me. I don't yeah. want to do it, and uh, and I'm concerned of judgment. I don't want to be judged. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it, and uh, and I have all this fear. I have kept this secret, and I don't want to do it. Uh, I also will like as after you tap, and you can do like three or four rounds. It's gonna take you a whole minute or two. Then I want you to just close your eyes, and this part I would like you to do right now with me. Just close your eyes, and I want you to see, imagine in whichever way feels right to you, that there's there's a, a presence, a light. Uh, in your in your the center of your being, in between your solar plexus and your chest, in that area, and it's almost like a, a light that is there. Can you can you can you imagine it in some way? I can. I feel um, in that area. I feel a lightness. Uh, um, uh, you know, just a more comfortable feeling. Wonderful. So. Tell me, as you see this light, is it white or does it have a particular color? Um, it's kind of a... It's almost like a um, a reddish. feels like, um, like a, um, a sunset. You know? Wonderful. Great. Okay, perfect. So with your eyes closed, I want you to notice that these sun, this sunshine, it's actually, the rays are expanding out. I'm just like, it's almost like if you, you know, just exactly like the rays of the sun that just expand and expand. And notice that each of these rays is reaching out into the world. Like, worldwide, it's not just within the Samson or Western Mass. Just reaching out. This is just energetically and inviting, sending an invitation to the right people to find you. This is just an invitation. Okay. And this is just going to be just you expressing just from you and your core what you have to offer, inviting those people into your life. They're going to be clients. They may turn to wonderful employees, support system. A partner, friend, just in in any way, there are people that are ready and wanting to connect with you. Right. They're the right people. The right. right people are really needing to come, and with whom you need to meet. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Wonderful. Okay, and it is recorded in case you forget. So I would like you to do these at least once a day until we meet again. I will. Wonderful. Okay, take a deep breath. How do you feel, John? I feel I feel much better. Okay. So this is this is a feeling that I want I want you to have in, at night before you go to bed. It's like a lighter, more clear. It's not a, it's not a heavy, tight feeling, but a feeling that who you are is perfectly okay. Right. Right. Yeah, that's all we're going for. Okay. Um, great. So um, we'll we'll meet again. Okay. Okay. So, so I'll go on. I'll go on and do another schedule. Yes, that would be great. Yeah, do okay. another schedule whenever. Yeah, and this actually would be great if you do it because I'm traveling at the end of the month and 
I have I know I have some time, but I'm not super available. Uh, okay. So that would be great. And uh, any comments or anything that you notice, anything at all that you notice, just you know, just uh, send me a quick uh, a quick email to let me know. I will absolutely. Great. Okay, John, big side, and I look forward to seeing you Tuesday. Okay, and uh, just on a side note, when I was at the breakfast this morning, I talked to a young girl who I think is going to come to B and I Tuesday. Oh, fabulous! Um, to check us out, she's um, she's a framer. She does framing uh, picture frames. Oh, nice! So I told her right. to come and check it out, and um, you know stuff like that. So good chance um, that uh, we'll have somebody there. That would be wonderful. Yeah, that would be really great. Thank you. Okay. Thank That's you. Great. Thank you. Take care. Have a beautiful day. You too. Bye-bye.